This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is old. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Latest Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the epic, contemporary, nutritious, badass, delicious, and now 50-year-old Justin Whitehouse. How's it going, sir? Oh, man. I'm over here just rolling in it, Nick. And I don't know. Did you do it on purpose? Schedule old for the weekend that I turned 50. Is that why? No, it wasn't. Is it some kind of just despicable troll on me? Is that what's happening? Yes. <laughs> Or did you just want to watch old? I wanted to get through. I mean, there's certain things we need to just get through. And I've decided, by the way. Yes. I have a new last movie that we're going to do. Is that coming up? I'm saying that if we, if we do every movie, I just, yeah. I'm kicking something to the end. Okay, what is it? And what did you, are you not going to tell us? Or no, it's that BJ Novak film. <laughs> is it called like. Vengeance? It's not called. Re- it's called Vengeance. That's correct. You don't want to see it, huh? Kind, I hate, kind I of, hate him kind of good so reviews. much. He's a writer, director, actor, triple threat. I imagine he produces quadruple threat, but you, not enough to you, right? Like I can't you're just, stand him. You I don't like him, that huh? guy. And I, I didn't watch a lot of The Office, but I, what That's, I did see with him, I didn't like. And he was in Inglorious Bastards as well. He had a He's role in, in that. He was in um, some of the Brad Pitt scenes towards the end. I think he was in the scene when they carved the swastika into Christoph Waltz at the end. I think he's in that scene. I don't remember that part of the movie, and that's a spoiler. You don't remember when they carve a swastika into his forehead? No, I don't. And they shoot the driver? Wow. No. Pretty memorable part of that movie, I'd say. I just but watched the right. episode of Comedians in Cars getting coffee with him. With? Christoph Waltz. Why was he in that? Great question. Uh, <laughs> not a good episode. Is it not? Is it because it is there's, there's no language barrier, because he's like fluent in many languages. But Right. It's just is it, so they, Seinfeld they, Seinfeld yeah. thinks he's being funny, you know, because he always chooses the vehicle and the locations somehow in a in a way to speak to the the person he's with. He gets this really weird European car, and then he takes him to IHOP. Yeah, right? that makes sense. IHOP's not bad, and uh, and, he, and it's it's just, it's just insulting. And Christoph Waltz is not a gifted improv guy, so it doesn't it just doesn't play. He um yeah, so what I was gonna say, we are doing old, this movie old, where the people age rapidly. Seinfeld Whoa, 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 mister, don't spoil it. I'm sorry. Oh. Seinfeld just well, I mean the episode title is gonna spoil it, but Seinfeld just did the reverse old. He had a makeover. 
Got some hair plugs. Are you, you sure? Have you seen him? I don't know if he got hair plugs, but I think he did. Yeah, he's looking. He had like a photo shoot where he's styling out. Are you kidding? People roasted him, but yeah, he looks pretty good. Where's the joke? It's not a joke. He got a uh, he he I, I, on Twitter. I, I I'm so many people follow me on there, but I I dubbed it the most unnecessary <laughs> unnecessary glow up of all time. Like we don't need a makeover for Seinfeld. You know what I'm saying? No one cares. But then they did a photo shoot where he's looking dapper. See, I and thought he, his youthful. idea of a makeover is a whiter pair of sneakers. You gotta see it. Yeah, I can't believe the Twitter was aghast and then kind of enthralled for a day about it. Maybe he's uh, on the market again. I don't think so. Who knows? I don't know much about his. Um, I know didn't he take someone that was freshly married and then made her his own? I think that was the kind of the story of that. But I think they've been together ever since that. Have many kids. I'm sure she's much younger than he is. How old of a man is he? 60s? He's gotta be. He's gotta be, yeah. You got a Seinfeld impersonation in your back pocket you can bust out? Fuck no. Where's that cute girl, Shoshana, that he dated that at one time? Definitely uh, underline the word girl. believe that she was 18 or something. Maybe even younger when they were dating. He was 39, she was 17. Yikes! You know and, what? Um, he mm-hmm. said, uh, "He said I owe Alan Thicke everything. <laughs> How he did not get canceled, I don't know. I guess the jokes were too good. He's 68. <laughs> is, he, is he 68? You gotta see these pictures. It gives me hope. Maybe I'll be able to look young for, for a while. Oh, already missed it. Fuck. Although he was already, he was looking old. And then they, like I said, they did some magic on him. His wife is 51. Hmm, not that much younger. I mean, almost. Not that much younger. I mean, I mean 17 years. <laughs> One Shoshana age. His favorite them. number, yeah. <laughs> Planned it perfectly. He can't wait to turn 69 so he can wink all year. You know, like he's... <laughs> anyway, Seinfeld, you've seen him live? No. One Why of your favorite I... comedians? I can't stand his comedy. Why? It's not my style. And, and I never, I mean, I've seen maybe three episodes of the show in my life. What's the deal with them? Nights old. <laughs> pretty good? Is, is that Kasdan watching? <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good Seinfeld. Oh, it was a Seinfeld. I'm sorry. What's the deal with getting old quick? <laughs> I, 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 call, I call a foul on this movie. Why is that? Nobody got tanned. Uh, I mean, this is our second M. Night. We did the hat. You're right. We did the happening, yep. This may be our first pandemic film. Yeah, they shot it during the pandemic, correct? You read the trivia as well? No, I just looked at the dates. It was being... The trivia is that uh, the studio was afraid to release it because it was too good. <laughs> Were they really afraid? <laughs> Were they nervous about this? They weren't, right? No. No, they... And how much did this thing make? I saw it in the theater. You did. I remember you weren't going to go, and then all of a sudden you went. And what happened? Did you feel like you were aging during the... Film is yeah. that is that how good of a filmmaker is? You feel like you really feel those minutes roll by, and they just feel like years. It's something else, man. Something else to be a great, great filmmaker. Mike, can I zoom in real quick? Sure. A master filmmaker, fully in control of his craft. When? When is <laughs> when's it showing up? <laughs> I can't ding M Night. He's living his best life. I wish. I'm jealous. He gets to mo- make movies about turn getting old quick. Can you imagine the pitch meeting? There's an island where everybody gets old and dies super fast. It's yeah, funny. It still feels like it's five hours long. It's funny because Oscar Isaac um, went to the, uh, a retreat mm-hmm. and got these suction cups put on his eyes every night when he went to bed to pull them okay. out, make them buggy. Got real tan. 
grew his hair out, and then he was ready to start the film. He's like, I'm ready. And then, no, 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 you're, it's, it's not, you're not, you're not M. Night. You're not M. Night. Oh, shit, we're sorry, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Disney, Disney lost their shit for a minute there. Are you saying he's got crazy eyes? I didn't ever notice that about M. Night. He's got buggy eyes. Oscar's, kind of a Oscar's handsome, got buggy eyes, too, though. But he's, he's kind of got a, he's kind of handsome, M. Night. I don't want to spoil the Marvel series, but at the end you find out his last name is Shyamalan. Well, what's going on? We we talk about the movie too quickly. What's going on? We can't zoop through this. we got to make this last. We don't? This is going to be our shortest episode. You say that all the time. But So what's going on? What happened this weekend? How, like this, what did you do? Anything the funny you watched? I, the weekend's not over. I can't, I can't. I don't want it to be over. I want this episode to be over. Fletch. You watched Fletch? I saw Fletch on Friday. And Fletch, Fletch, and you, Fletch and you liked it? I thought it was charming. Um, are, you, are you ready to see him step back into that role? I'd love sequel? it. They'll never yeah. do it. You don't think so? I, there's no way it's going to be a hit. They fucked up. Well, what do you mean they fucked up? Well, first of all, it's the opposite of a hit movie when you watch it. They should. They they did release it to Showtime immediately. No, so they I must... looked at Showtime. I didn't see it. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Dan Day. Whatever that means. I hope not. Because you paid, right? <laughs> I bought it. Either way, I, I, I frantically searched Showtime today for it. Couldn't find it. So you think I'm lying? I don't think you're lying. I just think maybe there's a, a period of time before it goes to Showtime. Which... Maybe it's just... So maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, oh, it was man. it was it was a cute little movie with no real wattage to it. So I, I, as a result, it's not going to be successful enough to warrant a uh, another one. Although I liked it a lot, and I thought it was yeah. very cute. And I'd take it over any Knives Out sequels for the rest of life. Oh please, you're not what looking you forward to Knives Out? Not really. I, I mean, I like the first one's fine. I liked it okay. I'd rather he be doing Star Wars movies, though, for sure. Um, I'm looking it up. I I, for, I I thought it was on Showtime, but maybe it was just Showtime. Confess to us, Showtime. I thought I really did think it was going to be streaming quickly on one of the movie channels. It will be on I'm, one of them soon, I'm sure, but not okay. yet. I don't think. But that's why I thought that the theatrical might have been kind of an afterthought for this one. Let's do this right. Let's get good. Let's get good. Let's get do, good. Do you feel old? Of course. What, what what was the first transmogrification that you noticed when you turned fifty? I didn't notice any difference. I just that's just a milestone, and it's just it's just kind of weird to turn fifty. You know, you always think of yourself as younger than forty. Was a little weird for me. Fifty, I guess, it wasn't as weird. I don't know why, but yeah, I don't know. You 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 had a big blowout for your all you know kind of all weekend. You had stuff planned, and it was nice. Like people visited. It was, did you feel? Did you feel it, or were you? I felt it at like, the end of that damn weekend. I'll tell you that. But mm-hmm. no, I mean, and and I made a point that it wasn't. It was. An excuse to get people together. There was no, there was no singing, no 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 birthday cake, no gifts, none of that shit. There was gifts. There was very few, thankfully. I mean, some people you tell them and they still. But I got you some gifts, but they just came late. Yeah, but what I'm saying for that weekend, the the point was to, as an excuse to get people, and it it worked. People showed out. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do the same thing. No one came over. I was like, guys, you know, just sitting here, just twiddling my thumbs. Even my kids went to their rooms. My wife went out and saw a movie by herself. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, it was fine. You know, we had we went and got some Cuban food on Friday night, which was nice, and then we uh, had some ice cream, and then the next day I saw my dad and my sister and my aunt, everybody, um, brother-in-law, and, you know, it was nice. I got some gifts. Hey, JPEGs? Got, a, got some uh, people gave me a, a pickleball kit. So you and I... When do you we, have a court we, near you? We do, but, I, you know, I need a partner, so... Are you up for this? It makes a dumb sound. You know that, right? Yeah, that's why I want to do it. But it's, I see people playing all the time. So we, you talked to me about frisbee golf. Yep. And never talked to me about pickleball. So here's why I never went to frisbee golf because I got I got some frisbees. I started reading about it and I realized how 
seriously people took it. Yeah, you have to have different. There's like a, a five iron yeah. and a seven iron and all that. I didn't want to go there and get like stared at and get mad. You know, I just wanted to fling a frisbee at a target. I didn't know it was like people get real serious with that. So I just never went. Hey, I the got thing nervous. is, you can't let that discourage you. There are people that are I serious did. about dressing like a Pokemon. So I, bought- I, saw some, I saw someone dressed, like, made a comment to my daughter at Publix, the grocery store, yesterday, and I saw this woman that she looked like a Pokemon trainer. She had a backpack and a ball cap. I don't I, know what that means, a Pokemon trainer. So Ash, I, guess, I think, is the main Pokemon trainer. But the, you know, he just looked, she just looked like she was dressed up like what I think of as the cartoon version of one of the trainers. I saw something astounding yesterday that I didn't know existed. Me and John were both baffled. We yep. went to a concert. and Yeah, I saw that you went. What, yeah, what, what show was it again? Ween. Yeah. Band I've loved since the 90s or, or 80s, probably. Looked but pretty crowded. It was very crowded. I was very yeah. happy. Although, they have a, I guess they, the jam band culture kind of bought into them, and there's a lot of younger people. But anyhow, at the end of the show, we're all filing out, and there are dozens of vendors outside holding tanks and balloons. Tanks. Selling hits of liquid nitri- or, uh, nitrous oxide. Oh, really? I which is, yeah, I haven't seen this. To get them high. Okay. And they were just selling it without any shame. Dozens of people with these tanks and balloons. If they were selling pot, they'd be in jail. They're selling nitrogen. It's like so a whip, did it, you, right? It's like a whip. Did it. you get? Yeah, did you get anything? Or? I mean, I still have some. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah, you didn't try it. Yeah. But I, I just, I guess, time. That's me being. I'm, I'm, I'm old. That's me being old. I did not expect to see that. Yeah. It's not a rave. It's a fucking band that just sang a song about spinal meningitis. For God's sakes. Does Ween jam? I mean, the the guys from Fish Worship Ween, they did a lot of so mm. so I know that there's some crossover there, but they're not that kind of band. Yeah, it's very not you know it's, it's fun. They still the original messy. members. Isn't yeah. that just two yeah. guys? Two guys are the main guys, but the the, the mm. backing band has been with them for many many yeah. years. Uh, anyway, so I just I was just surprised to see the nit- the nitro- nitro- nitrous oxide so yeah. unashamedly sold to people as they exited. You know, if I, I assume that, I guess the police just looked the other way because it's a quick high that, I guess, doesn't kill you. I don't know. Maybe it's not illegal. I don't know. I guess it's not. I think it can cause some problems, though, I know. If we ever do a live show, I think we should have that outside before they come in. Get a live get, podcast? If, yeah, if we ever do, like, a live microscope, we'd have to mm-hmm. get them all liquored up on the way in so that they have a, so they're conducive towards goodwill. It'd be interesting to do a live podcast and just for three the three people that came. There'd be three people, and then we'd we'd give them a, a little card at the end to fill out, and they would throw it in the trash. <laughs> Tickets are one hundred and ninety dollars a piece. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm into it. What movie do you think we do live? Would we do like I think we talked about this before? Would we play one of the hits? Like we you know do a movie we've done or something brand spanking new? That'd be new. We'd probably watch the movie with our three listeners and then do a show. Then do a show right after. Yeah. <laughs> Furiously here's, take notes during here's it. Here's what you just saw. Yeah, and then just go through it. Yeah. Um, Saturn three. Here's the scene. What if we did Bridge Over the River Kwai? Is sure. That what, what's, is that the name? I think that's a good one. We can we can do. We could we could do like a group whistling. Everybody could whistle that song together. I know that's a re- that's an earworm, as they say. No, we should. You want to do Wrath of Khan? <laughs> I love I love Wrath of Khan. I haven't seen that for a, I, a, I a long it time. In the past month. First time in, in two decades, three, two and a half decades I've seen it. And? It's all right. Does one of them die from the earworm? They get fucked up. Paul but Winfield doesn't enjoy it, if I'm not mistaken. Does he die? It's it's not, it's not it's fine. You don't want to spoil it? It's already kind of drifted out. It's not my favorite. Like I've always liked it, but I, I like yeah. Six a lot. Which one's that? The Undiscovered Country. 
You love that one. I What's do. the? Although I haven't watched that one in a long time, I'm sure it's aged worse. That's who direct. Who directed that's that? That's the same guy that did that one, Nicholas Meyer. Or Nick, yeah, Nicholas Meyer. I think he directed that. I think he did two of them, and Wrath of Khan in that, I believe. Hey, Oz, mm-hmm. welcome. It's your time, I guess. You get to bite me too. Oz is a new brown wall. Every single time. What do you think he's trying to tell you? He wants up. He wants to be on my lap. He wants. He just to, wants love. Yeah, he wants to be on my lap. I go sit. See, go on the couch. He, he needs to be on my lap instantly. I can't do anything down here without him being on me. You say it like it's annoying, but it's, no, they he's say my, it with he's such my, love. He's my man. It's just yeah. a, you know, he likes to sit, he likes to lay on your iPhone using hand, you know? Hey, here's the thing I would like to tell you is I'm so glad that we're not on that island with Oz. Yeah. Because animals don't last long on the island. Such short, li- shorter lifespans, you know? Guys, let's not beat out. It's a movie microscope. Show we zoom in. Take a shower in a hot minute. We make love to a grommet. <sighs> Wear a demon scalp and scarf, spin the dreidel all winter long, knock some secret sugar off the rim, lick our hands before we put them in, put a bear on blast, and get microbial up in this. Watch a film through bizarre titty-shaped eyes, big old bazonka eyes. Been looking through the sun, getting all stiff and weird. Watch film through these things, see what makes or breaks, get all crystallized. Share with the likes of the listener. So if we're talking about feeling Minnesota, I'm talking about Seymour Counter Reeves. Sits back on his haunches while Delroy Lindo builds a bitch in treehouse. <laughs> talking about the little old moments. Little old moments. Mm-hmm. I saw Filling uh, Minnesota in the theater. Jesus Him and Sinise. Sinise in there, I don't think he? Sinise. Is, it, is he in it? I think Sinise is I in I know there. somebody great's in it. Somebody, is it Cameron Diaz or is it... Uh, Cameron's in there, I think. It's not a good movie. It's the worst movie named after a Soundgarden song. Courtney Love's in there. Ugh. D'Onofrio. You get him mixed up with uh, Sinise? I might have, actually, for some reason. I think I did. Yeah, I did. So That's it's insulting. D'Onofrio. That's insulting to one of them. To D'Onofrio. Courtney Love. I said Dan Aykroyd's in there. And it don't matter. Maybe that movie is, yeah, like Tuesday Weld. My babe. You, you, you've mentioned her before. Uh, that's about it that I recognize. Delroy, you're right. But directed by Stephen Beigelman. Beigelman. And you may remember him from Feeling Minnesota. <laughs> directed one thing. That, is, yeah, that, that was a... Is it a crime film? I think it's about two brothers. But I don't remember if it's crime. It doesn't seem like it's a crime movie. There could be crime movies about two brothers. I know, but I just don't think that was it. And ex- well, he's an ex-convict, and his bumbling crook brother fight for the same woman. So it's a romance, I guess. D'Onofrio and Reeves play brothers. Tuesday Weld plays the brother in it? Man, old, huh? Shoshana. She's a sweet little thing. Oh, Field of Minnesota. A 1996 American crime comedy film. Okay, my fault. I don't remember the plot. <sighs> Pulled in three million. They're gonna. They reboot. You know, they have. There's a new Constantine now coming out. I'm so happy of, for him. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And there's a new Matrix. Or there was a new Matrix movie. They they were wonder if they'll get a filling Minnesota too or a Chain Reaction too. <laughs> you know, uh, let's reboot all his properties. Little Buddha, all his old bigger Buddha. Did mm-hmm. uh, old did ninety million on an eighteen million dollar budget. Uh, Not bad actually, M Night. They marketed it M. pretty Night, heavy. M Night a big. A, Bit of a sure thing, maybe, at the box office. Minus maybe The Happening and Last Airbender. Well, no, he's got also that Will Smith movie that couldn't have made money. After Earth. So maybe I'm wrong here. And I don't th- The Visit was cute, but I don't think it did a ton of money, right? No, but I think that's when he kind of was humbled and went back to his, his roots and saved, kind of stepped off the he big He did something films. right after The Village, right? Or The Visit, I mean. Maybe. And then he, he did, did that uh, awful glass movie. Yeah, but I think that did okay for him. He did, you know, Split was what really got yeah, people turned back on to him. Right. That was solid. I don't hate glass. 
I don't think it's good, but I don't mind it. My my one word review for that movie is what pain. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a strange one. I don't know. He's he's kind of like Kevin Smith in that he never kind of I don't know. He never improves as a filmmaker. He kind of is just stuck in the same tricks, and sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it's not. It's but it, I think it, there, he's a little bit like Smith. I think. There is this streak that there's this thing that he does that I can't verbalize exactly. Mm-hmm. That is infuriating. Yeah, there's some stuff that makes me, you know, I, obviously he wants to be a Spielberg. Like, that's, he must be his main influence because at the beginning of the movie, there's this, the kids are talking to the adults and there's like this kind of family time in the car. And Spielberg was, is so good at making that feel natural and not like, you know, written. And this just feels well, at least, the exact opposite. At least every line in, in that scene isn't 100% telegraphing or speaking to the story. It is. I know he's doing that, but he also has the thing where he overwrites the kid's dialogue. Like, so the kid, like the boy, oh, yeah. is saying hey, at the beginning of the movie, yeah. So it starts. He writes, off like, where, he writes like he's already forty. The, the way the kid exactly, is, yeah. yeah. And so the, the the little there's a family of four: mom, dad, a little daughter, and a younger son. And and the daughter's singing, and the mom says like, "I can't wait to hear your voice when you're older." First, and the son goes, "Yeah." Notes, yeah. And, and, she, and then she says, "Her which, spontaneity which, which, has been stripped from her." That's what he says. Her spontaneity has been stripped from her because you interrupted her. Now she doesn't want to sing. You've embarrassed her. But like she says, I can't. I can't wait to hear it when you're older. In a few minutes, when you get old as fuck on the beach. <laughs> but of course, that song. I'm sure you read that in the trivia. That song is by a performing artist that yeah, has no, ne- no nepotism at all to get her where she's at. M. Knight wrote, M. Knight's daughter wrote a song. I'm fine. You know, put it in the movie. Play, I think she also in, worked on the plays film. Plays during the M cre- end credits. They're called the M credits, which actually is more applicable. The M. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go through the cast. You got mid-sized sedan in this. <laughs> that's the character's name, but that's play, he's played by Aaron Pierre. You got M. Beth Davids. I couldn't believe when she showed up. It was like, that That had to be a no, mo- like nobody cared in the theater. I would have like gasped. I was yeah. so happy to see her. Yeah. You know, and Beth in this, and Beth at Shyamalan. You got M- Gail Garcia Bernal, excellent actor. Mm-hmm. He too, he too, Mama Tambien, a bunch of shit. Like he's in everything. This guy. You got Alex Wolf from Hereditary, who was gives an amazing performance in Hereditary. I think. Yeah, it made me want to watch Hereditary. You got your girl with the name Vicky Cripps. Vicky Creeps. I think that's how you say it. Believe it or not, I think that's correct. You got your girl from Last Night in Soho. Thomasin McKenzie. Mm-hmm. You got Rufus Sewell from Dark City. Damn right, Sewell in this. Love to see him. You got... Ken Lung? Ken, Ken, is, it Ken, is, it, is it Ken Lung? Ken Leung or Ken Lung, yeah. He's great. Great I like, actor. I like him a lot. He's in a show on HBO right now that's getting a lot of like kind of buzz like from critics. The, uh, the Lung and the Restless? <laughs> no, it's like... It's some like br- like corporate show, sort of like Succession, but it's on HBO. It's supposed to be great. Industry? I haven't watched it. Industry? Have you seen it? No. Yeah, he's. They said he's got a. There he's was got a great ad, role. There on was it. an ad for it that came mm-hmm. up when I started old. Got um, M Night himself in this. Oof. Gives himself kind of a bigger role. Abby Lee from Mad Max in here. I think she's also in. She's not in, the worst is she? She in Sucker Punch. I don't think she's in Sucker Punch. Okay. Nick, this is a Blinding Edge Pictures release. That's his release. company. Yeah, Blinding Edge Pictures. And some of the characters start to go blind, at least one of them. That's what I wanted to do when I saw Zoo TV. What's that, you too? 
I wanted a blind edge. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> I hate him. Um, you know, like Zuropa? Is that what it was? Is that what it's that called? Was, Zuropa? I don't, I I don't know. I they don't. might. They probably did do a zoo TV thing for him. This family is traveling to to a resort, and they're in a car. I don't know where it is. Where is it? Did they tell you? They don't because there's it's a secret because there's murder. And so they they travel the, to the tr- yeah. tropics. Yeah, go ahead. Does it remind you a little of the shallows? A little bit, yeah. It did. I was expecting our boy to drive them to the uh, beach. Same guy? Yeah. yeah. This Oxford, Oscar Janata. And so then uh, they get out of the car, and they're greeted by, you know, the the host, the, the kind of concierge, whoever the guy, the manager of the resort. He looks like then, a mixture of David Warner and uh, Domhnall Gleeson, that guy. Uh-huh. And they give them, yeah, and they give them some drinks that they, they read their profile, and they, they concocted these specific drinks to fit their taste. And they, you know, they welcome them, and there's a very... Uh, pretty hostess that welcomes them and they they, they go hey it's going to be they, you guys ready to get old real quick well you say pretty said. you mean if you were to take Michelle Pfeiffer's head and turn it into the shape of a guitar pick you know who that is right no that's Eastwood's daughter Clint's what's her name Francesca Eastwood I think did, did he throw Michelle Pfeiffer in the sack with a guitar pick that night <laughs> I'll look her up you don't you don't think she was I thought I, she was very fetching. I, she looked like Clint, but pretty. She looked like a gray alien fucked Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> she uh, was is married to, I believe, our boy. I'm just looking this up now. Army Hammer's Clifton, married to her? Clifton Collins Jr. There's, <laughs> she there's, married Clifton Collins. There's no fucking... <laughs> my world just got a scintilla married better. married Clifton. That means Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood is his father-in-law. What's her name? Clint, Francesca Ruth Fisher Eastwood. Okay, she's not even on the main cast here. No, she's barely in it. But I'm giving you a Zoom, brother. I gotta see it. <laughs> she's like, Dad, Dad, I got cast in old. And he goes, Honey, I feel that. My man's 90. She 91. Was, she was married once before, briefly. To? Some guy, but... Am I lying? No, you're... I, I'm blown away. Wait a minute, though. Here's what's sad. Uh-oh, what happened? On Wikipedia, Mr. Collins don't have a blue link on his name. What is that? Oh, really? They don't, he doesn't have an entry? There's no way Wikipedia he's not entry? clickable on Wik. Uh, they just, somebody, oh. somebody just didn't hot link it. All right, he's good. <laughs> well, you can do that, can't you? Get a By little... the way, Mr. Gonzalez yeah. Gonzalez, a little bashful, all of his birth date information has been omitted from, I guess they don't want people to realize that he's pulling a Jerry Seinfeld Shoshana situation. He's fifty-two years young, man. He, I know how old that man is. She's twenty-seven. Is she that young? Twenty-nine. How old Clint, is he? He's, Clint is. How, how old is who? Clifton, Clifton, Clifton. He's like fifty-two, I believe. Old as fuck. Hey, you know what? She married him for his looks. I need to spend more time on this. Sebast, <laughs> Sebast news. <laughs> so let's let's hear let's hear. Um, the, you're blown away. You had no idea, I guess. Well, I, okay. I, I don't even—I don't even think of Clifton Gonzalez as a sexual entity. How dare you! I think of him as an acting powerhouse. Gosh, he does look like an extraterrestrial went went roughshod on Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> oh, it's so funny! You know, she got the part. They said, "You oh. want to be an old?" She goes, "Yeah, it might it might be nice to flip the scales once." I'm tired of having old in me. Get <laughs> one up on Clifton Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Gonzalez. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! He's jockeying for her affections for reals. <laughs> Got to pay them like bills. The- I'm going to play a tiny horse person. <laughs> Got to keep Francesca looking all extra terrestrial. She's, she's in the one. She's the. <laughs> she, 
she's she, she's the one that's a movie that pe- in a movie that's people seen the the jockey movie went unseen underseen for sure remember it had all this awards buzz and then it just yeah. never went anywhere people said this movie's trite i don't know i want to see it I, I love that man he's a great actor i love him myself and i deserves I, to be happy i okay i want you to fucking zoom back a little bit and i want you to picture Ugly sweater night, Christmas time at the Eastwood family house. Clifton rolls up to, to sit next to Clint with an ugly sweater. Scott Eastwood outside, looking and pressing his face against the window, begging for them to see him. Not invited, but Clifton Gonzalez in the room. And there, and then they crown Clint the East, the the winner of the ugly Christmas sweater contest and he says what night is this he didn't know he just ha- he just grabbed one out of the closet i bet east was primarily cl- clothes and sweaters these days yeah. wouldn't you say and he high-fived the chair at the room <laughs> it's fucked he's up done though. right they lit the christmas he's- tree and francesca thought it was the mothership getting back she's like i need to zip out <laughs> by the way i was looking at the family tree it's weird to see gonzalez gonzalez and mr gay in the same family tree <laughs> Cheap catches. <laughs> One degree of separation from Duddits? <laughs> Who could have thought? We, we've talked about the first minute of this film. This is minute one or two. It's still going to be somehow our shortest episode. Meanwhile, she's in about three minutes of the film. She's backgrounding it. Maybe she gets two lines. They have her at the end in the lab for about zero reasons. Grandma was doing ebbs and like little driplets. Eastwood seed has been scattered to Hollywood's four winds, though. Holy shit! Wonder. So he. That's that. He. She didn't crawl out of Francis Fisher's abdomen, did she? She must have. She has Fisher in their name. I'm looking. I gotta get to the bottom yeah, you, because you, she's you not just, that you old. You just put two and two together. I think you're right. Let me see. Daughter of. Daughter of. So he's got his natural kids, like Allison Eastwood. He's got his kind of secondary kids, like Scott Eastwood, and then he's got the fourth kind. Actually, she was married to Jonah Hill's brother for a minute, and he died. Like, he died unexpectedly. What? Yeah. Like I didn't know Jonah Hill had a brother. Yeah, and he was, like, big into music. Music. Um, he was in the music industry. He was. I think he was pretty liked. And he's the manager of Maroon 5, believe it or not. I, yeah, he passed away. Now just, so that, that just was her first marriage. Yeah. yeah. And isn't Bonnie Beanie Feldstein his other sister, his sibling? Who? The girl from... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. great. She is great, actually. She got fired from Broadway, though. Yeah, I heard she went doing doing a great job. Mm-hmm. What's she doing? Funny, right. funny girl. Yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah. So let's get back to. You want to get back to this movie? We're ish, killing it so far. Ish. Super zooms. They got uh, a candy station in here, Nick. This place. It's like a quick this trip. resort. They got a candy station for the kids. They got Twizzlers in a jar. Like the kids are about to load up, and that's the big the plus. Let me get the plus column for this place: candy station. The minus is they get you an island that kills you. Right. And turns you old super quick. Yeah. But Candy Station I was impressed by. And so then the the son that makes friends with what looks like maybe the, the manager's son. Not natural son, though, I'm guessing. And he uh, they they both are kind of awkward. and they're, They develop a system of, uh, like, the kid says, let me give you this Zodiac code to break. That's not a telltale sign. But I love what he does. He, he gives this kid, the kid, our, our, you know, our family's son here, this, the six-year-old, he gives him a, a code. The kid breaks it. It says, ice cream party tomorrow or something. I think I wrote exactly down what it says. That's amazing. The ice cream eating contest tomorrow, which is a great, that's a the, great The other side of the page do. said, for the rest of us, because you'll be olding on an island. <laughs> that kid was a cute actor, the, the one, but he, he had the resting cute. face of an anglerfish. 
like a deep sea fish, right? A permanent frown. Mm-hmm. Felt bad for him. He should have gone to the old island. He would have gone. Well, they to wouldn't like let him. Richard Kind. Maybe. Did you see what he says in this movie though? What? He collects something. Oh yeah, conchs. But he says conch. Did you hear him? No. He says conch. I collect. I've collected two conch sh- shells. Is what he says. And he it's ch. You always say conch. And you had me believing that I was wrong, but my man says conch. What's 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 appropriate? I'm getting worried now. I think you're right, actually. I don't know why I'm doubting myself in a world where M. Night Shyamalan no. is greenlit. It, it says, uh, I'm playing the, the dictionary, it says conk. Thank God. Conk. So that kid was... That kid was... Conk. <laughs> conk. That's what happens when the, the girl falls off the, the, the rocks later. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> That's another great scene. She okay? You know what's funny is as she was falling, she probably aged. She aged about a you know half a year as she yeah. was falling. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> She'll do anything you ask. Who was that? What is that? What's Some that system? Siri? No, no, just on the internet. So, do you believe this couple? The idea of, of Vicky Creeps and uh, Gail Garcia Bernal? No. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird coupling. They're they're having marital problems, so they're I, at this island. I know they're having trouble, but I'm saying just this cosmetically, it just seems so strange. Well, first of all, they're both beautiful people. So, do I believe that they are attracted together and uh, to each other, and they're in a relationship? I can believe it. I don't have any problem with it, actually. I know that they're having trouble, but it's a, it it doesn't it feels like everybody met that day on set. I don't disagree with that. It doesn't feel like a na- like the, yeah. It doesn't. That's the thing. But I think that's M Night's. Fault a little bit because I think he's giving them very awkward shit yeah, he, to do and his say. His stuff typically has a coldness about it. And they're trying their damnedest I to mean, make this shit work. That's sweet of you. They are. <laughs> so hey, Nick. Yeah. The manager of the hotel said, "What do you guys? They're having breakfast, and he's like, what do you guys want to do today? What are you guys thinking about doing?'" And they're like, "Well, we thought about just crushing it and killing it." And they're like, "How about I get you to the secret part of the island? There's these." awesome rocks that you could look at and they're like oh yeah that sounds great he goes don't tell anybody you know this is this is my little special secret and they're all excited that they get like the special treatment and then they do get the special treatment they really do they get something Mm -hmm. very few people get in history meanwhile as this is happening don't we cut away to a couple on at this island there's like and this woman strips and then gets into the surf oh yeah we see her bum you see a lot m M night's kind of giving us the old mom oh mama shots and then there's this man kind of sitting there watching this all take place and then she gets into the water and they cut back to the family. It's ominous because you've seen the trailer and you've seen that body wash up on shore later. Anyway, so they cut back to the family and they get in the van. Another couple comes with them, right? Another family. Rufus Sewell and his mom. And his, and I his, guess, wife? It's his wife, his much younger wife who's kind of obsessed with her looks and flirting with the waitstaff. Extremely and skinny. Abby Lee, and then um, her, their daughter. They have a very young daughter, six-year-old, same age as, as, this, as the main character. For a while, yeah. Daughter, son. No, they, they stay the same age for a while. For until a while. she dies. Yeah. <laughs> so they get to this island, that. and look, they, they get out there, and then M. Night drives them out there in this van, and he gives them all this food. Like He's like, here, take all these huge baskets of food. And they're like, well, we don't need all this food. And he goes, yeah, the kids are going to be hungry. And they, okay, they drag these huge coolers of food and these lawn chairs or these beach chairs and they go out to this island. And then everything's fine. They have a good, nice time on the beach. Do you feel, now they, they had this scene at the beach, at the public beach earlier, where mm-hmm. the kids are annoying everybody, asking them questions. And 
Yeah, I think he's obsessed with people's jobs. The, the our, our our hero kid. Something he never gets to have. Uh, and they. Yeah. And the and I think they try to make it seem as if the kids don't fit in. Like the girls in an awkward phase, and all the other kids are grown up and having playing volleyball yeah. and looking all cute. And so I think that may be the appeal of this private beach because nobody's really given them the time of day at this. Be- Is that what they're trying to say? Because otherwise. I, I find fault in the logic of them falling for this. It well, is, I mean, what you know, they, this the, what it turns out to be is that they're kind of ex- using these people as test subjects. So the thing that's that is weird is, what if people just don't want to go to that beach? That then they go, oh shit, okay. Or do they just drag them, kicking and screaming, and dump them on the beach? I don't know. They, this is at the end of the movie, you find out this is the seventy fifth trial or something, seventy third trial. So there's been a lot of people turning old out there. <laughs> but they're saving lives, man. You can't hate it. Yeah, the guy, the guy at the um, at the resort is cheeky. He says it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh-huh. He right. Those dicks. So anyway, yeah, they get these people out there, and um, you know, there's the the guy that was. He's been out there. He's just still. He's sitting out there. Like it's. They think there was going to be secluded, but there's a guy that's already out there. We saw him in the scene with the woman who stripped down, went out to the surf. She's nowhere to be found. And then later on, Ken um, Leung and his his wife show up, and um, and, and so there's a bunch of people. Out some there really good hold. stilted dialogue that kind of gets us through the early parts of it. You know, setting the scene, getting everybody all awkward and and and, uh-huh. and boring together. <laughs> There's a there's a lot of shots of tiny fish, which I do enjoy. Only I like to see the before tiny before they fish. leave. Yeah, there's no fish in the in the waters because the fish turn old too quick and die. I guess <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here's the thing: later on at the end, you get to see the fish come back. That's how you know that some of the people are safe. The fish are there. Again. Now you got me thinking. I want to see some more old fish. I do too. I man. want to see a fish get old as shit. Did you see that? Um, they do catch a fish at one time. And then they um, and they reel it in. They got they got a big one. They got a big one. And then they did pull up dentures, fish's dentures. It's hilarious. By the um, way, uh, mm-hmm. if they hooked a frilled shark and reeled it in, they wouldn't mm-hmm. even know the difference. Yeah, because they're the oldest sharks. They're old. They're, there's like some that they think are like thousand years old. Oh my god, they're island proof. They really they are. It's like they ain't nothing on that. Or maybe they they're frilled sharks are just regular sharks that swam too close to that beach. Maybe you're right. And they're cutting them up and looking at the rings and saying, this thing's older than... It remembers, you know, this thing was around when, when Smyrna so, was created. When, let me just time out here for a second. When you're watching this movie, and it's a horror story because, it, you know, you, everybody's aging so rapidly. The kids are getting older, and they're getting replaced by older actors. Like, yeah, there's an old woman that comes to the beach. She dies quickly because... Not quickly like, enough. Were you just sitting there the whole time going, man, this is... I mean, the trade-off is they don't actually have to do any work. They can just chill. For a you minute. Know, it's not... It's not bad. Age age thirty years in a day, or you know, you got yeah. You, I have enough savings. I don't know. I have enough savings to get me through the rest of my life on the old island. Yeah, you know that day and a half. <laughs> I could retire to, today if I was on the old island. Anyway, so we didn't. We met. I, gl- I glossed over this. The the they they, they kind of make you hate movies. Uh, Ruf, Rufus Sewell's uh, his wife. Played by Abby Lee because she's kind of obnoxious and she's drinking calcium vapid, and she orders it from the menu, calcium bomb, a calcium bomb juice, mm-hmm. and then she's like, I want to make sure it's real, has actual calcium in it because she has a bone problem, yeah. which we later see in a very weird, weird scene. So does that mean she just has to get kidney stones on the regular and just deal with it? I don't know what it means, but she I, certainly because I get nervous as fuck about calcium. Anything with calcium in it, because I'm afraid of getting a kidney stone. Really? Have you gotten them? No, but yeah. I'm scared to death of them. Why are you scared to death? I don't it's know. Painful, Piss, but... Pissing a rock? 
Sounds great. Sounds mm. sounds sounds like a treat. And so then the, when they step onto the island, what do they point out? That the movie kids look suck. at the beautiful. Oh, that. Ga- what's that? Ga- what's uh, uh, Gal Garcia Bernal's name in this? Let's zoom in. Guy. Oh yeah. Oh god. His name's Guy. Anyway, he says, "Kids, look look at the beautiful coral." That's when you know the vacation's taking a turn to Boringville, right? And your dad's pointing out coral. Um, but with, then with the his daughter's... accent, everybody's looking around for Carl Lumley, <laughs> to, much to their chagrin, not to be found. So the daughter notices there's a, the the, the African American man that's been on the beat. He's a famous rapper or a famous singer named I think a rapper named Midsize Sedan, which is a great that's a great name. I have to say I did not hate it. Okay, she, he's a famous I guess rapper. He's a rap- named she Mid- calls him a rapper. Yeah, Midsize Sedan. So why is he not old? I think he is old. I think you just can't tell. That's the thing about this movie. You don't tell it first. You can't tell but it first. But he has been there way longer than they have. But he, but he's only been there, who knows how long, or much longer. Maybe he's only been there for like a half hour longer. You're, you're, you're not, I'm not feeling it. Don't start to poke logic into this. This can't happen. Because it's such a tight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids start playing freeze tag, which is M. Night's way of, Showing that, look, kids, you know, they're frozen in time at this age, but they're not really. You know, like, he's kind of having fun with the premise right? in that scene, which, you know, a little little okay. And then they, they're they playing hide-and-seek, and this, this woman, the naked woman, washes up and bumps the kid. Did you notice what she had around her neck? A necklace that said, has the letter L for, uh, for, law, for took the loss, I guess. <laughs> you get to see that wash to uh, C later in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like this, so everybody's thrown off because all of a sudden there's a dead bar- body that's messing up paradise. I, I think Ken Leong tries to to run out the way they came back in, and then he uh, all of a sudden is like spit back out on the island. That happens a little bit like, later because oh, first they're dealing with this body. Uh, Rufus Sewell is really skeptical of mid-sized sedan, and he, and, you know, mm-hmm. he's getting all in, in his face. Our leading lady tries to get some information out of mid-sized sedan, and do you remember what she says to? ease his mind about her authority hmm. she says uh, I curate for museums so you should trust me <laughs> but she says something's going on with her kids like something's weird about her kids right. like their, their bathing suits are getting tight hell yeah <laughs> so, anyway what I was going to tell you is they can't leave the island because if they try to leave the way they came they get they get dizzy headed and then they find themselves like knocked out back on on, on shore and they so they do various ways of trying to escape other ways that never works out for them except at the end what was i gonna say there's there's something i wanted to say about this this part the beginning oh this rufus how do you say his last name sewell, sewell? yeah did i ever t- so i went to ebert fest uh, i mean probably 13 or more years ago thir- 14 years ago and he was there i think he was there as a guest for dark they were showing dark city and i saw him i was in champaign illinois <laughs> And I took a picture of it. I have to find it. But he was sitting in a park by himself on a bench, like a way away from like anybody at the festival eating a sandwich. Like he, he must have just been like, "Get me the f away from all the Sewell fans. They keep tugging at my sleeves. They want to talk. I need to be by myself. I don't want to mingle with the norms." Yeah. And I said, "Rufus, <laughs> is that Arby's?" You know. Yeah. He, anyway, uh, that's my hometown, by the way, Champaign, Illinois. Just zoom in. He's a magnetic uh, actor. I, I, there was something that I actually liked him in long after I hated him in Dark City. I hate that movie to death. But there was something 
He was in the uh, Heath Ledger movie. He's the he was guy. good in Knight's Tale. You're right. Mm-hmm. He was good in Knight's He was in The Prestige. He's actually been good in quite a few things, I think. Right. And he's a, he hasn't aged, really, much at all. Mm-mm. And this he does. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue is so fucking stiff in this. There's so much exposition and, and people talking out like NPCs in this movie. I know. Here's the thing. It, it's, the premise is weird. Like, it's a movie that probably shouldn't exist because it's dumb. But <laughs> whatever. So it exists. And the, one of the things that it's weird is the kids start to age, right? So you have a six-year-old and you have an 11-year-old or something. Or I don't know how old. Jerry Seinfeld is. starts to take notes. Yeah. And so the kids get older. And they in the movie, they, there's three kids and they get older. And so the well, way, there's, there's more than three kids. Yeah, there's one that comes out later. There's a brief cameo. But it's weird because M. Night has to they hit puberty quickly. They grow up, they turn into different actors, and then they hit puberty, and they get weird feelings. And the way M. Night, he's making sure the audience is okay that, like, a six-year-old now is, you know, about to have sex. Like, you know, and it's not a six-year-old, it's, but it's, you know what I'm saying. It, it, he's a six-year-old. But he's like... Um, they keep saying stuff like, my thoughts have more colors now. I just, they keep saying stuff about colors and they're feeling different colors. And that's the way he's like saying, that he has a it's rager. okay. Not only are they growing physically, but mentally as well, they're changing. That's what he's saying. That's what he's trying to, to get through with his dynamic writing. But in the, the like, end result think, is a six-year-old okay, fucking a four-year-old. That's so, yeah, what happens. So this, the kids get old, they become teenagers, they immediately decide that they're going to have quick sex, and immediately get pregnant, preggers, immediately have a baby, and immediately have a baby death. Well, this is all happening as they're still trying to come to get, come up with what's happening to them on the island. Happening, I like it. Yeah, but before that, for some uh-huh. reason, Rufus Sewell keeps talking about. He starts asking movie trivia. Yeah. And did you catch the super zoom to the movie microscope on this? I don't. He keeps asking about a movie where, where two actors are, are in. Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson. And that movie is a movie I used to jo- throw into jokes on this show for a couple of months. What movie was the it? Missouri Breaks. Awesome. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, he keeps bringing it up. So, yeah, everybody's got a li- That's one thing we kind of buried in this that, that, um, that we haven't talked about is, like, a lot of the characters have something going on with them. Like, so the... The mother, you know, Vicky Creeps, her, her character has cancer, has a tumor, a benign tumor, not cancer, but a benign tumor that she's dealing with. There's a lady who has e- epilepsy. Wife, she's epilepsy. She might be Sue the most seem... annoying character in the movie to me. I like her. I hate hey, her. What's her name? She's, she's, I thought she was pretty good in this. I've seen when, her before. When she died, I, I did a little a little jig in my room. You danced, huh? The girl's got the calcium issue. Mid-sized sedan has the blood clotting. Oh, no, he has a... Uh, Nikki Amuka, Amuka Bird. Sucks. That's her name. Uh, what is... No, she doesn't. Mid-sized has a blood thing, right? Blood disorder. He does, and he's bleeding from the nose, and, and um, uh, it, it seems that maybe they, they keep alluding to something that, that Rufus is going through as well. Like, he he might have some mental problems. Yeah. He does have mental problems. So but they don't everybody's manifest, got a, so that's good. At one point, he starts attacking. Um, he cuts He cuts uh, our... Because he's mad at... And he's having delusions a little bit about... Because everything's going wrong. And he mm-hmm. cuts um, midsize in the face with a knife real quickly. And then it insta-heals. And in Wolverine heals. typical M. Night fashion, they treat it like this giant reveal that you... Mm-hmm. You were so surprised about when it happened. And then I love it, though, because... Okay, so we have the baby, right? He knocks her out. Completely blows, blows it. And then she also notices that Gail Garcia Bernal is starting to get some wrinkles, which is hot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she puts a little sweetie in there. 
and they come walking out of the they come walking out of the little area with uh, her belly is big and they and everybody's you know another big reveal. Then he only shows her from the back in the first couple of scenes. M Night's yeah. like I got the huge twist. This all this shit's in the there. preview. Like that's the thing. All this stuff's in the trailer. So like all his little attempts at hiding this stuff doesn't make you know. It's all ruined by the trailer stuff. Well, to, to the audience's defense and to, and to M Night's defense, people forget everything. Fair enough. So hey, yeah, she's she's preg, and um, they come out and the and they do this moment where as she's giving birth, as everything, and we've the already lost runs an away, old lady and a dog to old age. By the way, by yeah, this point, she someone says in the crowd. I don't know if it's the mom says to her son or what you did is how babies are made. Zoomed in because they were in a tent. They were in like on a shelter, I guess, rocking it out. And yeah. then, and then the kid says, "I thought it took at least ten times to get someone pregnant." Like he, I guess, he heard that at his elementary school or something, you know. Yeah. And they said, uh, "Someone says, no, you can nail it in one." <laughs> is it, that might explain the giant semen bath that came out? <laughs> There's I think a, before there... this, they they have surgery on on. There, this is whenever they do a surgery on creep on. She has a gigantic tumor. The benign tumor's grown. It's the size of and a grapefruit they, or a honeydew they or cut, they call it. Yeah, they cut into her side and it closed up immediately. So then they cut into her side and they have to hold it open, everybody. That's, and they that's pull a pretty this, cool scene. They pull out this orb, this tumor, and it's horrific. I hated it. It's, it's pretty gross. They don't they don't show it to her, though. They don't. I don't know what happened to her. Anyway, they, they go home. They said uh, she, after she wakes up and she goes, I feel better. So she's completely healed. She's like, yeah, I'm feeling so much better, and I, man, I was enjoying banging that other no, stranger. No, no, she she says I'm feeling Minnesota. Remember that she woke <laughs> up. She said, "Where's my son? Is he banging something? I think is he having his first squirt? Is it going to be super gross in a minute? Even grosser." The baby reveal was them burying it. <laughs> so the baby <laughs> the gender is, reveal was them burying it. The baby's born, and instead of feeding the baby immediately, they don't, and it dies because <laughs> they don't realize that everybody's getting old rapidly including the baby. Meanwhile, they keep seeing these lights flash in the distance, and they're kind of figuring out they're being watched. At one hour and two minutes in the movie, they bury that powdered baby. <laughs> it's got ash coming out for the baby. You laughing. I'm Let's laughing because it. it's it, it, that's it's horrific if it's real, but it's it's old. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of great. But I just love the fact that they take you through this roller coaster. I, I, I was laughing in the theater because... It goes from insane to like super insane. Like the idea that these tiny kids made it made sex happen, made mm-hmm. a made a preg, gave a birth, and then the kid didn't get enough attention and died instantly. Well, they, that that means that they didn't feed it. They didn't know. I love how. Um, well, I mean, it would, it'd be funny if she tries to breastfeed it, but the milk got old, so it's cheese hitting the kid in the face. Oh God! I like how um, poor midsize is just like. I, this was supposed to be a zen trip. He's complaining. Later, he gets stabbed to death by Rufus Sewell, which is Because he's got a bleeding disorder, so his sick. As, he, as he's getting stabbed eight times, eight to nine times, he says, this is supposed to be a zen trip. I like and then, of course, they. this is another thing that they do in this movie that I, I absolutely hate, is they bring up stuff that no one really is wondering about to explain it away. And so when they all figure out they're old, they're getting old, They someone goes, what about... Why aren't hasn't hair growing, or why aren't nails growing rapidly? And then Ken Leong's like, "Well, you know, those are dead cells, so maybe it doesn't affect dead cells. No one cares." Well, like, no, it it's M Night because he's sweating bullets halfway through the production, <laughs> saying, "Oh shit, we didn't have a fingernail budget." <laughs> 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 
sleep because sleep <laughs> but i like when they they do stuff they do it a couple times this movie there's a part at the end where you know rufus sewell's he's a stab happy man like he they keep giving him knives like access to knives they shouldn't he's stabbing um you know a guy and vicky creeps runs up to get a rusted knife and stabs him and he and and he starts to die from getting rust in his blood and she goes and he's like, you know, really like getting fucked up. And she's, he says, she says, that's because it's a rusty knife. And once you get in, like, she's explaining no, why he's no, dying. No, M Knight is explaining because there's two scenes in a row where he over explains yeah. shit. Like he's, I guess, that without the explanation, people are like, why is he dying from just getting cut? Yeah. You know, it, so she has it, to it's say rust, it. To it him. acts like poison when it gets into your bloodstream. And then mm-hmm. when the girl with the calcium is in the cave, get all broken out, mm-hmm. uh, the girl's like. Oh, it's already healed in the wrong position. Yeah, because she looks all crazy. Yeah, uh, let's go. She back. She drops her rock. She drops a rock on her back and breaks like breaks her back or I'm, something. I'm not and concerned. Then... Tell you what, the movie almost sa- saved itself. Okay. Late in the late in the middle, you know, obviously Ken Ken uh, Long has already gone and drowned away. Well, he tried to swim out the other way. He was very he, confident, he, by the way. He was mansplaining. Yeah, he said he's on a swim team. Yeah, he's like, I'm strong as shit. I'm going to go out there. He's and trying. He's trying to do something though, so he he's like, okay, well, if we don't go back the way we came, what if we swim? And I try. To, what happens? Is he gets knocked out in the ocean and drowns. It just knocks you out if you try to get away from the rocks. I guess he's the one that's trying to come up with all the theories. He has the acclimate theory. If they go slow, try to get out. Like he he's trying. He does. He dies. M Knight did not consult uh, any scientists when he made this movie. No shit. <laughs> But no, but where the movie's almost salvaged. So Ken, her her husband has been defeated by the sea. So our brilliant lady decides to get three noodles time together. She's like, Smart. I got this. I got three noodles. I'm going to sea. And <laughs> you get three noodles. Yeah, that's her big. That's her big plan. And it's awesome when she gets on those and starts to paddle out. That's oh no, she dies immediately as soon as she says her plan to everybody. She, yeah, she has an immediate she, seizure and dies, and then yeah, milks out on the beach, mm-hmm. convulses Bishops. and spits out sick shit. And meanwhile, they, one of the um, kids is the is sad, like the uh, um, Kara, the 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 pregnant, the once pregnant. Not as uh, sad kid. as sad about the death of her child though. That she says we never had a prom. Wasn't she four when this started? Did she know what a prom is? Did she know what fucking was? No, but they, they were kind of ex- <laughs> okay. But they were kind of explaining that that just kind of happened naturally in a weird way, I guess. Like they were just like going through puberty and they were next to each other and they were kind of fumbled into it. I think that's what M Knight was trying to convey. I would have liked I still, a I just forty-five minute day. sequence showcasing this how this happened. That's when I walked out of the. I had to put on pause when she proclaimed to know what prom was <laughs> as a single child. I was like, I can't believe this is she's unbelievable. Like, she's like, I didn't even get a Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> anyway, she decides like, she's going to climb up. She's not swimming out. She's not going back. She's going to climb up. She starts to do an incredible free solo. Like everybody's like rooting her on, but they're like, "Be careful, you might pass out." You might and... fall asleep at the top of the rocks. But then they're like, "Wow, she's getting pretty high. Okay, hook around and get up there and just get help for us." And they're like, "Hey, are you okay?" And then she falls to her death because she passes out up there. Or she falls asleep. And apparently, it's pretty great what happens to her down there. But they, the camera doesn't show us. They, they, they threaten to. Yeah, they, they, she got her first gray hair right before she hit the ground. Yeah, I love the fact that I don't know if you saw this in the trivia. They were mm. gonna do the long hair, but the, the idea of pubes coming out of the bottom of their pants freaked out the cast. Meanwhile, Creeps and Guy, I don't know her name, they start going, she starts going deaf, he starts going blind. What's his reaction to finding out he's going blind? I don't know. He says, oh no. (laughs) 
That's a believable reaction, actually. And then he decides to. Pull I would up the be running notebook. around the island screaming, "God damn! I'm going blind. I'm done." He gets his phone out and he pulls out the Yelp reviews I on can't the see resort. That got a bunch of one stars. He's like, "Fuck! You get old here." One star. <laughs> Keeps flipping one star, one star. And he goes, you get to, old he goes to ask Jeeves, and, and unfortunately, the app was on the island, so it's just a skeleton. Jeeves died. Jeeves, <laughs> Jeeves got old. It's like the one of the one of its two and a half stars. There, pluses, there's a candy station. Minuses, I, I disintegrated into the, a different realm <laughs> after 20 minutes. The magnetic caves bounced me out. <laughs> yeah, they could. They... <laughs> anyway, so th- they do have a discussion. The two main characters that you don't think have a romantic. They don't. They don't feel like a real couple to you. They. She. She. She, she admits that she cheated to the daughter, not uh, to him. To the daughter, yeah. and then he later admits that he know he knew he saw her messages, right. <clears throat> and he said that um, I should have said something, but I was a coward. But he's like the guy that you were with. He says he's a joke. He's a pretend person. Meanwhile, that guy's sitting pretty at home, <laughs> young, young as hell. Yeah, yeah. He to to make it even worse. He's at a beach, getting getting his glow on. You're getting that mm-hmm. base tan going. Sipping a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after he admits that to her, he says he he says how much he basically proclaims pina colada. Proclaims how he he's like I you know you know in his own way he loves being there with her and he says I want to be here right now. She's like I'd rather be young away from here right now. Yeah, I was like, is he going senile as well as as, as blind? Because that's a dumb thing to say when you're on a horrific island and people keep dying, and getting old. This movie is going to be called Short Grandparents. But <laughs> anyway, maybe so one it got out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. the dog. They didn't even bother with the dog. The dog just gone. Well, this movie, by the way, if you ever got it for a present from somebody, if somebody gave you the the Blu-ray, it would prove that that saying true. Getting old sucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the the parents die, and then Beth and Beth pops. Okay, out. well, you're just. I thought you wanted to keep it short. Are you going to talk about the metal tube theory that they have? No. Let's talk about go. The, the calcium death. All right, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a body horror moment. It's, yeah, it's embarrassing. It's okay. It's ridiculous. So, so tell, talk about. They it. go into <clears throat> the kids go in the cave. Turns out our girl's been in there because she's been deprived of calcium. She's getting all creepy, and she's become the witch of the cave, basically. Yeah, she doesn't want to be seen. She doesn't want to even look at her anymore because she feels like she's, you know, she's she covets her looks. And and she's chasing she, through know, the cave, getting all banged out. She's throwing shoes at him. Yeah, and and her body parts are getting all distorted as she does until ultimately. She becomes a spider. She does. She gets all twisted, and the bones keep healing. She's breaking bones, and they're healing in weird angles, and then she dies. And then, but yeah, that, that line of dialogue she, is... She looks crazy. I, that's yeah. that's one of the things about him, though. He can't let a moment be a moment. He has to put a post stamp on it saying saying exactly what just happened. It's not, The thing about it, he's made some good stuff, though. Like it's not His instincts sometimes are good. Even his best stuff still has that. It's, it does, it's just yeah. good enough to make you not hate yourself. All of his moment movies have some flimsy stuff, I think. Even like his what's considered his masterpiece, which is Unbreakable, I think has some has some moments that are well, just most people too try think hard. Six Sense Six Sense is his masterpiece, but it's mm, not, no. I think it's not that good. Un- Unbreakable is the one that people no. I like it. Visit? I think I like it. Signs was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Signs is pretty solid. The Signs is probably his most Spielberg, like as far as like the most successful Spielberg attempt. So the father dies. Mm-hmm. Tambien. Right. He's done. Spanish listeners got that joke. Um, 
And, and Beth shows out, man. It's good to see her. You know, they were talking about, well, first of all, here's a problem. Once the parents die, the right. camera does this pan to the rocks yeah. and then it pan back for no reason. And it was M. Yeah, Night. Rocks are- M. Night was like, I am going to blow their mind. They're, they're, I'm Hitchcocking this shit. And then there's no reason for it. But then I thought about this. They, mm-hmm. they had three actors to play the part of the young man. And so there's three actors that have to wear that mole on their lip. Yeah, that were Alex, Alex, the Alex the, Wolf the, Wolf mole, right. mole. Who pulled it off best? Because the mole quality in this film fluctuates. I mean, I hope you say Alex, because I think that's a real one. No, no. Well, let's cut him out and talk about the kid and the, and the older guy. Who has the best? There's, th- there's four actors that play this role. You're right. Oh, there's one that mm-hmm. looks like uh, Balthazar Getty a- after a famish. About the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't paying too much attention. It reminded me of Society. Remember the mole scene in Society? It's always horrifying. Never forget it. Yeah. The, the correct answer is the old guy. His, his mole is uh, exquisite. Yeah, he does. He does a good job. So yeah, there's all of a sudden there's two fifty year olds on the beach. The kids, they're they're now in their fifties, and uh, and they say together like just like Justin Waddell, which I thought was unnecessary. It's not cool. And um, and uh, they they one they're having fun. They start to build a sand castle together before they're going to do one more escape. They say they're going to do try one more escape attempt. And they're before they do that, they're going to build sand castles because that's the original name of the or the original the graphic novels is based on. It's Not only sand that, uh, when M. Beth Davies was asked if she wanted to be in the movie, she said mm-hmm. flat out no, and and then she kind of wavered and said, "Wait, do I get to build a sand castle in it? Because that's one of the things oh. I've yet to achieve on screen." Bam. Yes, and um, and so then they they. The guy remembers because it was just yesterday. He goes, "Oh, I never deciphered that note, the code, the, the zodiac, the young zodiac killer gave me. Never does decide." So he goes to fetch it. She goes, "Go, what? what let's just go fetch it. This will be a good way." This to end is very the movie. M Night. Yeah, let's 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 have the big you know the big thing be right before your very eyes the whole time. And he deciphers it, and it says, "Ice cream was great. <laughs> I got second place." By now the way, he, this says, code this code sucks. He says, "My dad doesn't like the coral." Says my uncle. Doesn't like or my coral. uncle, uncle. That's right. Uncle doesn't like the coral, and they look out, and then for the first time, you get to see this just in the middle of the water. You see it earlier a bunch in the movie. They show it. I never noticed it. They talk about it. Sh- that was the first. They talk clue. about it. Yeah, and then you see it. So they swim over to it. Okay, but and then they. Okay, you go ahead. The, I, I'm no, skipping too fast. The kid is writing in code. He did, mm-hmm. and his message when de- when decoded is in code. Yeah, it should say enough. "Swim to the coral, you motherfucker." Swim there. Well, I don't think that he don't think he knows. I think he just heard his uncle complain about the coral. Who this knows? Is nuts. They swim there. They they dip underneath. They start swimming through a coral tunnel. The dumb M. Beth character, stupid idiot, gets her dress caught, her bathing suit caught on the coral, and it looks like they're gonna drown. But you know they're not going to. And they cut to a lab. You don't not know that they're not going to. Oh, I think you know. I, I got caught in a puzzle of words there. Because they cut away. They do cut away. But I figured they'd be, they'd be okay. And then an unnecessary flashback happens. All right, Oz. That's just about enough, sir. What flashback? Well, they cut away, and then later on they revisit. Oh, like, it's yeah, some big yeah. reveal you, yeah, you how they got out of the coral. No one cares. Yeah, just, no one cares. Just cut to them not in the coral. Life goes on. So they go back in there. There's a lab, and you see all these people that you that are they're working in the lab, and the and the manager is there, the uncle guy, and then you know Francesca Eastwood's there. Uh, there's a cameo by Clifton Gonzalez. Gonzalez, he's there sitting there. There's an Alan Thick poster in the window. They start saying, "Man, our," and then you see also see like um, M Night was he's the one that's been on the um, you know with a camera looking over the island. 
and punching stuff into the computer and taking notes. He like radios in. He goes, everybody's dead. Trial 73 concluded. And so then they talk in the lab and they're like, they're doing good work here, Nick. They, they get sick people out on this island. They, they give them some drugs and they watch it. Over and it only takes a day to see if it works or not. You got to break some eggs to make an omelet. Mm-hmm. And the guy says we got to celebrate here because we've been saving lives and, and, you and know, we, coming we, up with pharmaceuticals. We found a solution for uh, epilepsy this week. Yeah, they said that's what they said. They loved the, the woman didn't have a seizure for what would be like forty years or something like that. But that she had the the mother of all seizures. She did. And uh, man, they're real. They're thrilled at what they do. And the one guy said, perhaps next time we could separate the psychos from the actual sick people, not put them together. And then he's told to write it in an email. Right, which email is about it. M. Knight, give him the middle finger to corporate America. Meanwhile, trial 74, people are coming. They, they said, we got to expect our next guests. I guess they got daily guests coming, daily sick guests. This guy's got early onset Alzheimer's. They're about to do, you know, repeat the start of the movie. Uh-oh, our heroes... They splash cold water in their faces and they say, "Not so fast." You're about, you're about they, to get first old. Of all, first of all, the uh, the first thing that happens is the kid had been asking people their professions, and at the beginning he uncovers that one of the people who guests of the island is a cop. He goes straight. This, the 50 year old man goes to the cop now and he says, "I got these notes, brother. Here's you know, here's a journal. Enjoy it. Call the cops. Everybody getting old out here. Send an old APB out." And so, um, and then they by the way they just basically. Yeah, go ahead. 6430. That's police code for a bunch of people getting old super fast. <laughs> so then the M, they, they, the, the drinks, Francesca's about to serve these people the drinks. They they smack, they slap the drinks out of their hands, and they're like, we we know what you've done. You're making people island old over here. <laughs> yeah, we're putting a stop to it. And they call the cops, and the cops are confused. They're like, who do we arrest? We don't understand what's going on. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the end of the old experiment. I guess. They're flying in a helicopter back to, I guess, Philadelphia. I think that's where they're from. And they fly very close to the old island on the way out. It would be kind of funny if the helicopter got old. It would be funny if the helicopter lands them on the old island at gunpoint makes them go out and said, you call the word, you know. I don't know, man. What would you think? Perfect? I, I, feel, I feel like he, because, you know, he, he was, he would share his childhood movies on his DVDs when he made it famous and he would uh-huh. be very frank about his projects and all that and i just think I, f- I still feel like he's trying to please his daddy who am i yeah he's like really proud of himself i don't think he's an unlikable guy i kind of like some of his stuff for sure and i i'm, I'm always kind of rooting for him i think this one it just has a flawed premise you should have said you it's were rooting not, for him in the happening because that i mean I, I think that he's been humbled which i think is good for him because i think he used to believe that he was the shit and then he just made mistake after mistake, and now I feel like he's kind of coming from a better place as a filmmaker. Does that make sense? Yeah, so instead of a douchebag making huge mistakes, it's a nice guy making huge mistakes. So do you remember, like, we always make fun of this, but when he wanted to do Lady in the Water, and there was a person that was in his corner, like, that was kind of his champion, said, don't make this movie. It's it's shit. It's, like, it's not good. And he, like, he acted like, well, the studio's wrong, and I'm right. I'm going to make my vision my way and then he made a pile of shit and then remember there was like a big book about it yeah. the man who heard voices yeah. it's like it's so tragic so when that happens it has to be so humbling and embarrassing you know especially when people are telling you not to do it and you go ahead and then critics are like this sucks it's about a mermaid a narf and uh cleveland heap in this you know it's just a narf. 
guy's got a big arm yes. in this. And that was after The Village didn't quite work for him. He made that movie. That's a gentle way so. of saying it was a heaping heat of shit. Yeah. We saw that a midnight showing of that movie, you and I. And I, I was so tired. Or at 10, a, 10 o'clock. Why did we think that we had to go see that at 10 at night or whatever? Because the bloom was still on the roads, right, with him. No, Village had come out. But it, he was still considered the guy. Sort of, yeah. Giamatti. And there was some hype. Oh, you're talking about Lady in the Water. I think about the village. Hmm. Oh, yeah. we No, there was no reason. We, that was, we knew what we were getting into. That was a very self-mutilation. I, I you know, in my, I guess, I, I do like Bryce Dallas Howard. I think I always thought she was a good actress. I always thought she was maybe the at her best in his films. Like, she was really good in the village. Like, really good. The best part of that by far. She's pretty good in Lady in the Water, which is gigantic pile of shit. So is Giamatti. I mean, they try their best. I don't know. I, lo- I, mean, I love me some Bryce Dallas Howard. I thought it would have been endearing if there was a blooper reel during the credits. For old? Yeah. Well, save it. No, no. I'm just saying. Like, just seeing all, seeing Rufus Sewell. Oops. And he's got a boner in his wet suit. He's like, I got a boner in my bathing suit. Can we cut? I've never heard of boner bloopers before. This just sounds like something that someone would sue over. You didn't watch Different or, Strokes? Or get off, or get carted off set. I mean, that sounds like a horrible... You don't want to do that. Sewell... Was he in... What was his... I don't remember his outfit in this. Was he in shorts? I'm sure. Everybody's all beached out, but... So, okay, maybe we have a set of bloopers and then a set of boner bloopers. During the yeah, credits. Yeah, subset. Yeah, and then his daughter's boner song blooper. is playing during the boner bloopers. <laughs> anyway, all right, so... so <laughs> a perfect film. It's great. It's wonderful, I think. It's it's a ridiculous oddity. You know, it, if it was a Twilight Zone episode, I think it's fine. But but as a feature film, there is so much. You have to take such a leap of faith on so many things. It's it's a, it's tough. It's and, yeah. you know, if the movie, if it were to end and they were to land it and it turned out the whole thing was a put on, it would have been more believable than it, the fact that there really really is a beach that makes you get old. <laughs> I mean, the beach makes you old, and it's got rules. The rocks hate you. You can't go through the rocks. The sea hates you. You can't go through there or you'll get old. <laughs> well, no, you get old no matter what. If you go through them, if you somehow manage to go through them, you, 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 you escape from getting old. But you get old quick. It's, it's, it's unfair. I mean, honestly, we get old quick. Let me just zoom in. Quick. That's what it's all about, man. That's what this movie's about. Just, yeah, it seems it's like, like just yesterday we were meeting through old. at a coffee yeah. meeting for the first time in nineteen, you know, 2000. Mm-hmm. You and me. Now we get old. Cool. Did you ever know? Did you ever know that you'd be meeting? You're meeting. You're such a good friend back then. It was me. No. And you're like, man, I'm gonna be friends with this guy forever. No. You would have shook me loose if you knew that was happening. I should have noticed that all the fish had died around me when you walked up. Look, you got to immortalize a bit old on your body. It's time to get a tattoo, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, tat? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Like, what tat would I get? And where would I get it? I got a full back. For old? Uh huh. And it's Embeth David's. Top to bottom. On your back. Top to bottom in a in a pose like presenting herself. Like check me out. Sure. And all yeah. she's wearing is a is a large like a quadruple X T shirt covering up mm-hmm. all the naughty parts. And it's got an airbrush. The T shirt has airbrush on it. It says I came to this lousy beach and all I got was old. <laughs> Fair enough, that's a good one. I like it. Yeah. I would have just a I just have a stat from this movie, a fact, a zoom. <laughs> okay. Just across my shoulders, the 250,000 furniture-related injuries a year underneath, 35% of those coffee table injuries. And then I'd have like a miniature version, like an arrow pointing a miniature version of the old poster on the tattoo. That's where it's Cause, from. Because our boy know. Garcia isn't is an adjuster, not an adjuster, an actuary. 
Yeah, and he was telling the kids don't run around the hotel room, but that's how he said it. And his, and M. Night came out. It would have been cute if, with the if he brought up the 0% uh, of, of people get old super fast at the beach. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to worry about it. I didn't know that 250,000 furniture-related injuries a year sounds low to me, honestly. You know that uh, when Jaws came out, uh, uh-huh. you know, people, it hurt business of people going in the water. Sure. We're going to have the same residual effect from this. People are going to... Afraid to go to the beach? Yeah. Afraid to go to the islands? Yeah. That'd that'd suck. So they're actually asking, you know, their trip advisor, do I get old here? wonder if there's, yeah, some kids will watch a movie they're not supposed to, or they'll they'll happen upon a movie like this and just want late night, and they're too young, and then their parents drag them to the beach. You think they start to freak out? Yeah. You get to go old? Yeah, like, or... And then the parents ground the children Mm -hmm. for trying to make a baby at age six. Look! What about... What? Kind of is the premise of Big in a way, this movie. Josh Baskin in this. Zoltar. Yeah, he gets he gets his tip dripped at a young age. <laughs> well, he's Tom Hanks. He's just he's like a thirteen year old boy. But he's got the ass he of gets, a thirty year old man. But he gets Tom, he gets Tom Hanks and and then he starts playing around but then he per- the, he Perkins. Elizabeth McGovern wants to bounce up and down. Yeah, I said McGovern top I of him, Perkins, but it's McGovern, yeah. No, it's Perkins. Wait. Yeah, it is Perkins. It is Perkins, yeah. yeah. You're right. She was good in that movie, by the way. Speaking of people with a mole. She got a mole? Lip mole. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. She's good in that movie. I don't know if that movie does right by her character or anything. It might actually make her character weird. By the way. But she's good in it. Mm-hmm. It, it. Let's not hold it against the 80s for not being, going right by characters. Because every movie that we love from that era does not do mm-hmm. right by its female characters. You can still recognize it, though. Next thing you're telling me is Soul Man's doesn't do right by <laughs> Look, movie's over. Credits have rolled. Bloopers and boner bloopers are rolled. There's a little stinger at the end there. What you got? Is there a stinger? Well, so the stinger for me was the, you know how the, the kids, the now adults, the M. Beth and this other actor who portraying the 50-year-old kids, and they shut down the operation they call the cops. That's what's happening at the end. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have, you know, all the people getting carted out, you know, like rounded up, carted out in handcuffs. And then they, they're taken to a room, like a warehouse. And then you see Mike, you know, see this, the kids pay, you know, give them all this money, the cops. And they're like, they like go ahead, get out of here. And they're like, shotgun time. And they just start lighting them up, just lighting everybody up. <laughs> That's what I kept hoping would happen. I was like, I hope they kill these people. I hate them. <laughs> Start lighting them up. I just hated the. I hated the scientists. I wanted to see them pay, but they just get arrested. So maybe I, I don't like. I don't like violence like that. But maybe they could just at least I don't know cut off their hands and legs. What if they sent them to the island? Think? No, that's too. That's too. That's too good. Oh, okay. That's too smart. Maybe if they light them on fire, like they did in what, Dead and Buried. That's right. But I did want, I, you know, as violent as this sounds, I did want to see those people pay a price because they made a lot of people suffer. So I want some biblical vengeance raining down on them. What could you, I don't know, take their ears? Sounds good. Go ahead. What, what about you? Mine's biblical as well. The, the movie the movie ends with them flying back to Philadelphia. The, my, my stinger takes place literally sec, like the second that once the camera pin, pans away, it, you know, it, 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 sure. it, it kind of it whip pans to heaven. Oh wow! And God, yeah. is looking down and sees what just happened, and and, and like is shrugs. He's like, "What did I just see?" And right. he eliminates the universe. 
Oh, that's interesting. This happened. My experiment mm -hmm. has failed, and he eliminates, He's the one that created, he eliminates existence. He created Old Island. Is it a mistake? Is it like a typo for him? An Earth typo? It's his fault. It's a natural occurrence. That's what they. That's what they say. But maybe, maybe he created the Old Island just as a way to keep. Uh, it's sort of like the belly button of Earth, just to kind of keep the you know the the, the dirt out. Sure, that makes and sense. Then, he, then they put Itamabatambien in the belly. And he's like, "Fuck this, it's over." Whip, whip hand to God, he extinguishes all things, starts clean, and it's perfect. No old island, no beach, you know. No beach. Nope. Yeah. There's an old, there's an old tunnel now. If you walk through the tunnel, you get old. You've been given the financing to have your own sequel to old. Yeah. What shape would your uh, your vision take there? You talking about old again? Yeah, I guess. Mine's easy. It's a, it's a documentary style thing, mm -hmm. and it's called Old. It's an acronym. Our ludicrous director. And it's just a documentary of M. Night Shyamalan doing 1,000 hours of community service. Huh. He's in a red jumpsuit, picking up trash and stuff on the side of the, side of the road in the park, you know, mm -hmm. skimming the surface of a couple of ponds, getting all the beer bottles and stuff. And at the end of the documentary, um, he, he says, have I committed, have I, have I atoned for old? And then the cop whips out old Sparky and straps him to it. You're about to be. Cop whips it out, huh? He has he pushes old Sparky out from behind a, a makeshift curtain, and mm -hmm. says, "You're almost. You've almost paid." <laughs> you want him to die for his sins? No, I'm just saying this is what the documentary has. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting it. Fair enough. Yes, I'm not just yeah, telling, yeah. telling you how I see it. So mine's like a more of like a free solo type sequel. You couldn't mention so that Cara, film anymore, could you? Kara does this thing where she climbs without without ropes and stuff and, and hammers and whatever they usually and, and when you know to safely mountain climb something she free solos up and dies right the likes of Alice Humboldt Alex Humboldt whatever that guy's name is the free solo guy and all the mountain climbers who do this they catch wind not only is it she got wind you climb you, you climb straight up and without any gear and you know you're risking your life you also get old on the way up that's an extra challenge and they're like run they just run to old island they can't wait to climb up and try to get out you know before they before they you know get to 99 it's called free old <laughs> what do you think i like actually like it alex humboldt like i think it's his name humboldt or something got the sausage fingers man his fingers are muscular do you ever see that no, do you ever watch that no. so they because he has because i thought have, it was like, about his, hope solo i was all excited his fingers have to be like so strong that he can grab things and like it's like and he just like juts his fingers and everything. They're gigantic fingers. Like they, he works his fingers out. If you know what I'm saying. I know how he does it. Anyway, yeah. just wanted to give a little zoom in on his hands. His, his, his Tinder says I only go to third base a lot. Anyway, it's a dangerous sport anyway. But can you imagine adding old to it? Oh my God, adding aging. So that's the ultimate. The ultimate. Yeah. Look, you're in the movie. You've been added mm -hmm. to the running time of old. What shape does your performance take? That's a good question. What character would mm -hmm. I be? By the way, <laughs> listeners have to love how you act like you're hearing these questions for the first time every time. I do it, <laughs> <laughs> I do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> so I'd be the character that was embarrassed that he was getting old, and luckily I packed a bunch of Ed Hardy t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to cover up, right. you know, start wearing hats. We know people like that. Yeah, you get the well, affliction and me affliction shirts and the studded jeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, start wearing too tight jeans and just like pushing against the. Yeah, I'm looking young. You know what I'm saying? Like Jerry Seinfeld, the beginning, like he like it's trying to glow up as a, 
as the every hour you're 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 aging two years or something whatever the math is on that yeah that's like i just be embarrassed 90 95 years old going um hey what's this i heard they're releasing a movie about sublime you know something and they're and they see a helicopter coming they're like we're being rescued and it drops off a shiny red corvette for them (laughs) that's a that's my character yeah so i'm one of the guests at the resort Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting on my uh my 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 lazy boy, whatever my mm-hmm. what do you call like what do you call those things out there? Recliner. Yeah, but it's outside. It's not. It's near the pool. What do you call that? A, not an ottoman. Oh, like a beach chair yeah, or I'm a, on one of those beautiful things. Deck chair. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm chilling out. I got a pina colada, and uh, should cops show up, start arresting everybody. I see them getting everybody out. I'm, I'm seeing these people talking about the old island, and there's a, there's a hubbub. I'm just sitting there sipping away, enjoying the rays, and uh, you know the place is starting to empty out a little bit. And then reporters show up. And the cops and they're like interrogating. And they come up to me and they're like, "Have you been? Have you been hearing this? So and and what else? Like what? What else did they do? Mm-hmm. I'm this is I'm having the time of my life. Like you know, I mean, they just yeah. send people to an old island to, to cure diseases. Seventy two batches of people have been murdered. So I'm I'm having the time of my life. I'm a I, I refuse to leave my spot. My vacation is not going to be interrupted by the old island being revealed. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough to scrape together a volleyball match. But other than that, I'm having the dickens of a time. Plenty of food. I'm scraping. You know, I'm going through the kitchen. I'm like, there's enough food for an army. I'm just, yeah, I'll take this. I'll take this uh, edible arrangement with me. Thank you to my room. <laughs> so power bills covered. I mean, you, I'm, I'm gonna. You're acting like everybody that like if something like this actually would happen, you would just go about your day. I mean, a lot of people would just go about their day. Yeah, because hey, it's not me. It's not happening to me. Right. You know, what's this got to do with me? Right. Other than it benefits me because it's curing disease. I'm getting younger watching all these people mm-hmm. suffer. And that guy took my parking spot. Now he's bones on a beach. I'm fine. Yeah. I thought that six-year-old was was uh, sort of fetching. That's <sighs> no, it's d- different. It's different. <laughs> Look, you've been given the financing to have your own business associated with old. I got How would you use that harder? They, they open those coolers up, and they have those, uh, those the food, all these food packets and um, containers and, and these like metal pouch, uh, not metal, I guess maybe metal line pouches, but definitely pouches that are sealed. I guess to keep the food from getting spoiled. Fake foil substance, yeah. So, first of all, I don't know why they didn't just make a suit of armor out of that stuff to protect them from old. Because if it's protecting the food, it stands to reason, right? Right. But anyway, so the one of the kids who's not was pre- the pregnant girl. She rips open a thing and she pulls out a handful of potato uh, pasta salad. Yeah, she eats it grossly. She just eats a handful of it, and it's like uh, multicolored pasta. You know how pasta salads all got, got those weak light colors. You know, light green, light orange, yeah. yellow. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? I've never thought of that as as weak. But it's weak. That's fine. They're not bold colors in pasta salad. Did you think? You know what I'm yeah, saying? They're more. I guess they're more earthy. I guess I don't know. It'd be cool to see a bold, boldly colored pasta. salad. I don't salad. know if Anyways. you remember. Do you remember that restaurant? You should do multicolored pasta salad. That was quite good at the North Point Mall. So I would, I, I would sell uh, the pasta salad as seen in the movie Old, directed by M Night Shyamalan. What do you think? Good. Let's be selling pasta salad from this thing. I can't believe I can't believe I'm flaking on the name of that place. I loved it. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Right across it, from Mix, it was like what a, kind of food? It was like it was like a, a lunch place that had lots of sandwiches and pastas. Was it the 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 restaurant attached to American uh, Girl? No, that's that was dolls? that was. Oh, remember that place that had the amazing? Mm-hmm. What did they have there? That was oh, they had the amazing uh, raviolis there. It was called Mozzarella's. 
that place. Was it? Yeah, with the amazing that was pesto. Now this place was on the other side of the mall, right across from Mix. Oh my god, I, it's it's. I have it on the tip of my tongue. It's a, it's a foreign word. I will remember this in the middle of the night, and it's going to infuriate me. But yeah, they had this. Their pasta. I would go. I'd go there for the pasta salad. They had blue pasta salad, like it was blue and green and mm-hmm. red and all that kind sure. of stuff. Anyhow, I like a dark. I like a dark noodle. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say it. So did that girl on the beach for a minute. <laughs> What are you talking about? You talking about Alex Wolf? No, the girl. She had three noodles, and then she died on the beach. <laughs> the, the the floating noodles. Yeah. You said get laid in a cave. By the way. Yeah. What last last episode? Foreshadowing, right? There's a cave. There, they don't get laid in it though. But that would have been a perfect spot to go in. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that had to happen. I don't. I mean, there I'm not going to say that humans aren't animals because we are. But the idea of knowing ha- how to have sex without any external help i don't think i'm just going to speak for myself i don't think i would have put two and two together at a, in a reasonable amount of time i would have been i would have been wrinkled at the end of the movie at the beach and i would have mm-hmm. hit myself in the head oh dick and dick goes in dick goes in <laughs> like my last words they creak out dick goes in <laughs> so i'll give them credit for getting to the punch quick because i would have been i mr like do you fart into their breasts i don't know why is my wee wee getting all stuck Stinky. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, the name of that restaurant is so on my shit. What about you? So what business. I have uh, done the world a favor mm-hmm. and um, gone and uh, had. I basically caught the universe up to old. Yes. So I basically I went. I got it with the guys at Hallmark, and I was like, "Look, we need to immediately get some new a new branch of your greeting card division together for this." Sorry, you got old on a beach. Sorry, your parents rotted away in fifteen minutes on a beach. You know, stuff like that. Like a whole section right. of the greeting cards at Kroger and all that. Sure. Old. Beach old. And they have like a Christmas. Old, yeah. Like happy uh, holidays from those of you who did not get old on a beat. You know, like just all sorts of cool. Like sorry that you, your wounds healed super quick on old. Pretty good. I like these. I like these. Yeah. Yeah. I like custom. Like yeah. For, coffee for... mug, you know, like coffee mug. You're mm-hmm. sipping your coffee. Hope you don't get old at the beach. Hope you don't old. They should have merchandised this and kind of made. They could have done a thing where they're kind of making fun of it and and, and sold some merch. Right. I think you're onto something here. I mean, did 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 M Night like talk about this movie in interviews and try to be like serious uh, about Le it? Le Petit like, Bistro. That's what it was. Yep. Nice. But you know, it's like, was he talking about like this is just. This is just my, I just wanted to explore the aging process and what happens when you get, like, did he talk about that shit? You're you're looking it up. There may be one left. Where? In Atlanta. Let's go there. Let's go. Oh, it closed. I'm sorry. Look, you got to incorporate something from old into your daily routine, man. Mantra, discipline. I would just turn the old phrase, live every day like you're on the island from old. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm going to live my life. That's a dangerous task of somebody. It means you might get involved in an unnecessary birth or stabbing or dog murder. I trust myself. I think I'd be fine. But live every day that you're like you're every day like this. I guess in this case, it'd be every day like the this minute is your last. So you really have to kind of be aware a lot. Live every minute like someone's going to tie three pool noodles together <laughs> and say they're going to jump into the ocean right. to try to save everybody. Uh, mine's sort of similar. like live every live live every moment like Thomas and McKenzie has. The weirdest, cutest Elvish voice. Her, what do you think of her voice? It's just—it's kind of crazy. It's—it's it's annoying to the uh, it, to a factor of a million. I love her voice, but then Embeth didn't have her voice. Thank God. I just wanted that voice coming out of Embeth because it's just such a unique has such a unique lilt to it. I think she's an Australian actress or New Zealand actress, I think. But she just has such a unique voice. Live every day, you're like you're gonna hear that voice. 
coming from. I'd go to that island somewhere. and pin myself under a rock forever. Drop a rock on your back like the girl, the yeah. woman in the cave. She got laid in a cave. Laid out yeah. in a cave. Go ahead. I um I keep a, I fill my shoes with sand, just like you know. Mm-hmm. Sand in my toes, so I you know it's, it keeps sure. me grounded, knowing that time is slipping away at any given moment. So whenever I'm walking, I'm realizing I could be easily on that beach. And then whenever I feel a little old, start. I wake up one day, I feel a little creaky. My bones make a sound. I close my eyes and pretend I'm sitting there right next to Thomason. Sure. And it, it grounds me. kind of keeps me tight. Like I, I picture myself burying that dusty baby. <sighs> ash spilling out from the blanket. Or uh, not ash. I guess it's just... That made it, by the way, that made it through Universal Studios executives. Do you think we should have this scene where a baby's ashes drip out of a towel? Can't believe they didn't use it yeah. in the trailer. Jim, James Cameron's like, you didn't. Sh- you should have shot, shot that at high frame rate. See those baby ashes fall out quicker. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. And look, you're on an island, man. Just like these guys. You've been there, you've been so many mm-hmm. years gathering debris from various films, and now it's time to take some old. That's a good question. Like, what, what do we take to an island? That's such a good question. Thanks for asking it. What, do you have any ideas? I'm thinking about taking Memories of Giuseppe. <laughs> Is that a an independent film I don't know about? I'm thinking about taking the Memories of Giuseppe. Don't you remember Abby Lee's character, the the, the trophy wife of Rofus Sewell? Um, and I think she alludes to the fact that he can't get it up, by the way. There's part of that in this movie. And she's like, don't worry, I'm not going to tell everybody that you can't you can't bend a dong or whatever. Um, flip a, flip, flip a wrong. Anyway, Dark City. <laughs> t- she confides in them that she wants, or somebody, I think Thomason, that she once loved a man named Giuseppe but he was ugly and they looked ridiculous together because she's so beautiful you know and so he had a she had a she was regretting that she left this this ugly duckling for Rufus Sewell because now she's on this island getting super old you know she's walking back that decision and kind of seeing where all went wrong she she should have stayed with Giuseppe so I'll be taking memories of Giuseppe with me to the island so I can remember somebody ugly and feel better about myself yeah, but you know Giuseppe saying. couldn't keep her all dolled up in calcium. It's true. You don't hear anyway, you don't hear just, a lot about people marrying somebody for their calcium access. I can't believe she's getting old in the island, and she was she's basically making sure that the people around here that guy's still getting slammed. My man probably is insecure anyway, and he's like, "Wow, well, at least I'm not getting." Uh, someone's talking about my looks ten years later on an island as they're on their as they're dying, saying I'm an ugly person. At least that's not happening right now. Yeah, because she may Poor die, guy. but her words live forever. That, you know, island mm-hmm. can't age them words. And Beth, she landed a helicopter and she she talked to a reporter. She said, "Yeah." And then there was a woman on there talking about Giuseppe being ugly. That happened. <laughs> he was, I guess, some super dog. And that's that that's was... what they led with in the news back home. <laughs> Giuseppe ugly AF, also island old. Most people do a 1 out of 10 scale. She did a 1 out of 50 and still gave him a 2. <laughs> this guy was... She said he hit the... She fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch of the way down. Right. That's what... And, she, and they're like, are you talking about Giuseppe Aglippa? Yeah, we found him. <laughs> You're right. He's uh, ugly I didn't, real, I didn't ugly realize AF. the ugly tree was in that ancient redwood forest in the great northwest. <laughs> 400 feet of ugly tree falling down, aging and ugly. I remember her last words when she was like... A, Huge mound of, of broken bones, spider legs. She says, now I f- I'm f- finally on his level. <laughs> We're finally, we can finally be together. Drag me out, swipe right. Anyway, go ahead, I'm sorry. I went on too long, like this movie. So, is it swipe right or left? Which is the positive? I think right. I would uh, keep that tumor. <laughs> of course. I'd have that tumor. I'd play bocce on, the, on, my, on my island with that damn tumor. Mm-hmm. Tossing around, listen to the sound it makes as it hits the sample. Makes a nice, warm 
resounding hollow kind of sound when it hits the sure. dust. A peculiar looking ball of sorts. Sure. Shot put it, you know, shot, do the which is one of the dumbest looking things you can do is to shot put something. Mm-hmm. The way that they put their cheek up against it, you know. Love it. I yeah, would do that with it. a tumor. Listen, it's almost like you're listening to its last words before you projectile it up into the sky. They never tell you what happens to the tumor, do they? And I, I, I want to think that it didn't just age away into oblivion, but it's still there, hunking out. Maybe they just right. kind of walked around it sheepishly for the rest of the film. Sure. Uh, you know, if they were to put like a, a treasure map together, the tumor would have its own spot on the map. You know, mm-hmm. stay away from tumor tumor lane. You know, don't go over near the grapefruit. Oh, they named it cutie. They created a sand street and named it after the yeah the, the, after the tumor. I like this. Yeah, yeah. So I mm-hmm. think uh, yeah, I'd keep that little guy there, and uh, I would I would treat it like uh, Saruman, you know, with it's the, Saruman with the, with, huh? with the Palantir. It'd be my Palantir. I'd look into it and speak truths about the future and the past. Who's Saruman? Saruman. Who's that? Christopher Lee in the Lord of the Rings. Isn't that? It's not Saruman, is it? Saruman, isn't it Saruman? You said Sa. He said Sauron. Well, I'm saying with an old English lilt. Sauron. Sauron? I don't know how to say it, but it's not Sauron. <laughs> That's what Bob Marley says when he gets a bad beer. Right, you're right. But no, what I'm saying is I got it's my Palantir. I'm looking into it. It's and it's and I'm I'm looking I'm talking I'm talking to orcs through it and shit. <laughs> is that his is that his crystal ball? It's called a Palantir. Of course it is. Is it is it is it a did he get a Palantir cuz it's so sour? Mon, where's Sauron coming from? You're good at names. It's Saruman. I said yeah. I said it all quick. I said it nice and lazy ass. Sauron. It actually is, oh, is more Tolkien esque. You think that's what he meant, huh? I bet you if you you've been keeping up with that series. I haven't been. I haven't watched. I've it. watched uh, more than one between shot putting that thing across and around the island mm-hmm. and using it as my palantir. It's getting a. <laughs> Hardy workload. Uh, I mean, when that tumor started to form as just a little microbe in her body, it had no idea what future it had. They didn't. Th- it th- didn't think it was going to have the opportunity to grow to full, and then to get removed and dis- and just discarded, not destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the world of benign tumors, that thing lived Riley's life. Right. Yeah. And now I'm holding speaking it up pal- and talking to orcs. Speaking of Palantir, Billy Campbell in this, Jennifer Connelly in this. Yeah, I wish that. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> like Sammy Davis Jr. Is that what you're trying to no, do? No, I just said, how do you pronounce Saruman? <laughs> and that's the thing that came up. <laughs> Are you serious? You were, you were messing around? No. Like what? Saruman. Saruman. You hear it? Yeah. I'll do yours. <laughs> it's not like Sammy Davis Jr. Saruman, Saruman. <laughs> so, do you have an app? Is that you? Play, are you filtering it through Sammy Davis Jr. video? I just typed that. I just typed. How do you pronounce Saruman? And that's the video that came up first. Is that Tolkien's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Old.
inside